Hello everyone, welcome to another edition of Skybound Capital's podcast series Under the Macroscope, where today I'm joined by Jamie McKenzie, who joined the Skybound Capital Group after more than 15 years in the banking industry, and specifically uh, in the specialized area of structured lending. Now, in an environment of rampant inflation, we can call it that, and steadily rising interest rates, putting pressure on people's personal finances, uh, debt has become a major talking point. And uh, we're going to talk about various aspects of debt and debt markets. Uh, but Jamie, great to have you on. And, and before we go any further, your specialization in the banking industry was structured lending. What is structured lending to kick us off? So I think, um, you know, for me, um, in a nutshell, you know, you start with a client, um, you start with the individual behind it all. Um, it's always been a place um, uh, of great importance for me. Um, I, I don't think any, any deal can start um, just by ring fencing what you're lending against, which is essentially what structured lending is, is, uh, is gearing up against assets. Um, but yeah, I've always started my journey, any deal that I've started, um, I've started with getting to know um, who I'm doing business with. Um, so yeah, I, I guess in, in terms of answering that question, it's, it's two sides of a coin for me. Um, structured lending more specifically is, is gearing up against someone's balance sheet. Uh, what does that balance sheet look like? Every balance sheet's different. Um, different institutions look at different asset classes. Um, they've got different risk appetites. But at the end of the day for me, um, you know, structured lending is finding a solution for a, a client um, who you know, who you've walked a long road with, and, and who you trust. Without stating the very obvious, I mean, a, a primary function of a bank is, is to provide debt solutions, whether it be to companies or to individuals. But in general, the, the bank's attitude towards debt has, has changed quite fundamentally. I think, obviously, 2008 uh, was a big part in that. But has that, do you think, given rise to more and more interest in the asset class that we describe as private debt? Absolutely. I think, you know, I think for me, um, you know, thinking about the, the position that we're in at the moment, I think, I think more than ever, um, you know, we should try and get into a position to, to help. Um, you know, I believe so passionately about um, having to fight for, for your clients, having to fight for, um, you know, the difference that you can make. And I think that, um, you know, in that environment, obviously, you know, the banks do an incredible job. Uh, the banks are, are our last line of defense in terms of where we currently are, I think, as a country. I think they've been incredible. Mm. Uh, they really have. They, they, they run wonderful businesses. Um, I've been involved with the banks, the private banks, my whole life. It's been an incredible journey. Um, you know, but there are some things that they can't do from a mandate point of view. Um, and I think that's what's given rise to this incredible asset class. Um, you know, you, you're able to look at a transaction in different ways. Um, and I just believe that, um, you know, mm. for the right clients and, and, and for the right transaction, I think that, you know, anything's possible. So it's, it's fair to say then that, that banks' mandates around debt have tightened. Sure. Uh, and the way they view a potential uh, client sure. to whom they're going to lend, whether it's a business or an individual, has tightened. Yeah. So does that mean that a, a, a private debt provider would, would look at a transaction any differently to a bank? No, it wouldn't. Um, you know, I think in, in, my, 
experience, you know, especially in the last sort of year and a half um, with my role in, in Skybound Capital. Um, I always joke about it that the credit here is it's sometimes harder than it is inside the private bank. Um, <laughs> you know, in terms of, of what we've done and what we've accomplished thus far, um, I think that, we, you know, we, we're looking at all the same metrics. Um, you know, we've just in a position where we've got an opportunity where sometimes, you know, we know our clients a little bit better than a, a, a private bank or a commercial bank. Uh, we've walked a longer road with them. Um, and, and, you know, we're able to just to make that call, that, that I always call it the 5 to 10% call that you look at um, in terms of, of the risk that you've got for a guy. And I think that, you know, if you look at a transaction like that, it, it, I always just believe that it can't always be so black and white. You know, there has to be gray. These guys, these successful, amazing entrepreneurs that we get to deal with on a day-to-day -day basis, you know, they lived in the gray. That's, that's how they got to where they are. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, not always, but sometimes these guys deserve the benefit of the doubt. And I think that's where private debt comes from. So, Jamie, to, to be clear, if I'm interpreting you correctly, where the banks have traditionally looked for security, what you're saying as a private debt provider is that with this narrowing of bank mandates, there is still sufficient security uh, to satisfy yourself around a private debt transaction. 100%. Yeah. I think that, um, you know, again, we spoke about it earlier, there lies the opportunity. I think, um, you know, if you, if you know your client intimately, if you understand what's on his balance sheet, mm -hmm. um, it's often, you know, in private debt, it, it is more than the numbers as much as it is about the numbers. Um, you know, that's of critical importance for me. Um, and I just think, you know, I think where, where it's different with private debt is that we've got fewer clients. Um, our mandate is, is slightly more entrepreneurial. Um, and, you know, for us to, to sit intimately the way that we do with uh, our clients that we look after, you know, we, we, on a weekly basis, we understand what's going on inside their businesses, inside their lives, inside their balance sheets. Um, you know, and sometimes the bank doesn't always have line of sight to all of that. And I think that gives us the flexibility to do what we do. Now, there's an understandable viewpoint. If, if you were presenting the concept of private debt to, to somebody who was not uh, au fait with the concept, they would probably automatically say, and I've, I've experienced this, there's, by definition, there must be more risk associated if you're funding something that a bank won't necessarily fund. Do you believe that to be true? Does that have any merit? Or are you comfortable that in the private debt environment you can perfect that security? I think the security can always be perfected. Mm -hmm. um, again, you know, in terms of, of, of the clients um, that anyone's got in their portfolio or that they look after, I think there's, there's always an ability to, to find a way. Um, and I think that, again, in terms of where the banks are currently with their mandates, uh, which is not to say it's the wrong one. Um, you know, they've been around for as long as they have and done as well as they have because of that reason. Um, so you have to take your hat off to them. I mean, they've, they've seen it all before. Um, but I think that, you know, if, if I have to look at a deal and there's maybe an extra two, three, four million rand that we can get out of the transaction and it still makes sense and we're still covered and our covenants are still in place, then I think it's something that we must look at and something that we can fight for because that at the end of the day, you know, that can be the difference. Mm. And coming back to a point that you previously made, I mean, how important in perfecting that security and making sure those covenants are in place, how important is it to have that access uh, to the borrower? and not only their balance sheet, but perhaps even monthly management accounts, etc. Sure. Look, I think, 
you know, once we become involved in private debt, you know, we become essentially a shareholder. Um, not just in, in the deal that we've done, but uh, you know, in the client's journey and in their lives. Um, and I think that's, that's maybe one of the big differences between us and the big institutions, um, is that you know, we, we have less clients, we are more flexible, you know, we do have um, capacity to, to be involved every day. Mm. Um, and I think that's, you know, that, that is what, what separates us and I think that's what gives us the ability to do the things that we do. So more flexibility doesn't necessarily mean more risk. No, it doesn't. I think that, um, you know, in terms of, of where we are uh, in a business and where we are with our clients, um, you know, everyone's going to look at risk in a different way. Um, you know, some, someone would look at a deal, you know, I, I've taken a deal to two different banks. One bank said completely no, and another bank said they absolutely love the transaction. So everyone views mm. things in a different way. And I think that you know the way that we are, that we do things, and, and, and certainly the way that I do things, is I, as I look at the individual, uh, and I just think to myself, you know, is this a guy I want to be in business with? Just finally, I, I mentioned the the cycle that we're we're currently in. I, I was listening to a radio program the other day, which said this is an environment lovely for savers, not so good for borrowers. Do you see the current circumstances in which we're operating? almost increasing demand uh, for private debt transactions, given that banks are potentially going to be more reticent? Yes, absolutely. I think, you know, in any transaction that we look at, we're always going to stress test it. So, mm. you know, we try and make it, uh, you know, we try and avoid um, to get into this situation. So, you know, we would, were anticipating a, a rate increase, you know, for the last couple of years, you know, everyone saw it coming. I don't think it's a big surprise to anyone. Obviously, it's, it's painful and it's difficult. But again, you know, if you've got a good client and you've got a solid transaction, let's get in and restructure the debt. Let's come up with a different payment term. Let's make it interest only. Let's roll up some, some, some interest. Let's, let's find a way to match the client's cash flows for that period of time. And let's be flexible enough to be able to do that because they didn't become bad payers overnight. They didn't become bad clients overnight. You're in an environment where the, I think the world is changing um, quite quickly in, in a very short space of time. And I think that if you're able to have that flexibility, if you're able to, to find solutions, if you're able to, again, um, be so involved with your clients on a day-to-day -day and, and, and understand where they are um, in terms of their businesses, in terms of, of uh, you know, daily and weekly meetings to understand where they are. I feel like you can get ahead of it. Uh, because again, the, the, the business is still solid even though the interest rates have risen by 5%. It's the same good business that we backed three or four years ago. There's an important word in there, solutions. And it sure. is about being adaptable, being flexible to find workable solutions. I agree. I couldn't agree with you more. I think that, you know, I think working in financial services, I think, I think we, owe it, we owe it to our clients, you know, to find solutions. I think um, at the core of what we do, um, we've got an ability to make a real difference. Um, and, I, and I think that in my career, there's nothing that's given me more joy, you know, than going back with an approval that he never thought he was going to get. And I mean, some of the deals are 10 or 15 years old that I look back on, and those guys are, are, are thriving. Um, and it just it just takes it just takes you to apply yourself, you know, and and to look at things, and I think just to have a deep care on what you're doing. Well, it's an evolving space. It's a growing space. It's an asset class, private debt, that uh, continues to grow globally, and one in which Skyvine Capital has had a keen interest for almost 14 years now, both offshore 
and domestically here in South Africa. Jamie, thanks for your time and, and your insight, invaluable experience to have come out of the banking industry after many, many years uh, involved in the space. Don't forget you can uh, download or subscribe to Under the Macroscope on uh, Apple, Spotify or the Google Play Store for Android and all past editions of Under the Macroscope are available on our website at www.skyboundcapital.com. Until next time, cheerio.